Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Now, Iridis, episode 52 of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name's Moshe Kasher. And I'm Natasha Legero. And she's rearranging furniture on our coffee table, strictly for the YouTubers watching to, that'll be a little confused why stuff looks slightly out of order. Tosh, how are you? Um, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> no, you're not doing well? <laughs> no, I just feel like, I don't know, I'm just like, my phone broke and I'm like, whatever. You kind of feel like you're giving up? Yeah, I don't really. I feel like life has no meaning. That's kind of nice. Kind of a sweet sentiment. I'm just trying to like be of be of help. To whom? My kid and you. I oh, guess. yeah. You've been very helpful lately. You've been nice tonight. We had um, we had a uh, well. One of the things that our daughter said to me today was, uh, "Daddy's air horns are everywhere." Now, listen. I, I'm telling you, we're not going to become an air horn related podcast. I just I think that people are obsessed with the ongoing saga of the air horn. Um, neighbors have been complaining. It is it is a bit of an issue. And tonight, oh, I heard this. I heard we tonight didn't, we, you didn't come up with me to blow the air horn. No, I've had enough. And um, but it was very alarming as I was reading the child a book. Yeah. <laughs> However, you know, somebody uh, in our comments said they should do a supercut of you saying the child or calling our daughter my child. We'll have fun with that. <laughs> so what do you hear? I heard uh, someone actually doing my scream, the Silver Lake screaming. So it's not just the air horn that this fucking bitch-ass neighborhood is biting. Somebody else out there is stealing Natasha's psychopathic help me. Um, I'm locked in a a surgical, an amateur surgeon's basement lair. But I have to say, when I heard that person doing it, exactly what I do... I was like, that's horrifying. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> it sounded like someone was getting like murdered. Yeah, but it's why part- do I do that? It's just like creates stress. No, I think it's fun. I think the neighborhood has come to rely upon it. <laughs> our uh, our kids said to us today, um, you know, it's just it's been difficult. It's just difficult to keep them edu- uh, like uh, entertained. And she said to us today, she looked at us, she goes, I need to go play in the park with my friends. And the two of us, well, you said. Uh, I think I'm going to cry. And then our kid was like, you think you're going to cry? Like it was like the exact moment where you can no longer talk openly in front of your kid without them being able to sort of understand everything you're saying. And then we, what do we do? We, we, we realized we had to get out of the house. We ran out of the house. We went to Huntington Beach to the anti-COVID um, uh, <laughs> no, <we> <laughs> quarantine protests. But no, you, right? We you walked around the block. Walked around the block and she was screaming. She was running after uh, plants going, we're looking for a dandelion, singing it out loud. I mean, it was like an almost immediate, it was like, you have to find, I was, you have to find the freedoms and the, and, and the, the breaths of fresh air where you can, you know? I've been describing it like, you're panning for gold. You got to like, it's a lot of dirt in there, but you got to look for the, them gold chunks. Got to look for the nuggets. It's really hard to not be very dark about it all. Cause then we passed our favorite restaurant and there was like four people in masks inside the restaurant being like, hi, hey order guys. from us soon. And it's like, we're open, we're open, but like they're only open for takeout and they're not really a takeout <sighs> restaurant. It's like, they're obviously, it's going to be hard for them to stay afloat. It's getting depressing out there. 
And as I was saying, I don't know if I said it on the podcast before, but the thing about those protests that are happening everywhere, they're very like gross and weird and like uh, militia-y looking and just very creepy and awful. But right underneath that, I have a compassion for for the people that are just people are fucking losing it. Who are the militia people? Who I mean, they're, are they right wing? I think most of the protesters are right wing right now. Any further questions? <laughs> That's it. Okay. Sorry, I haven't been able to keep up with the news. I've been busy. Well, look, out v- of darkness comes great light. And that is what the Endless Honeymoon Podcast is all about, bringing light into the darkness, bringing fun into your quarantine. So let's call our friend Hannibal, Hannibal Burris. Burris. Hannibal. Hello. How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, before we start talking, I just want to say, uh, crank that. Yeah. Everybody got a story, you know. Thank you. Hey, thanks, y'all. In the <laughs> Hi, Hannibal. This is excellent. Excellent. Thank you. I'm excited about it. It's very sensual. It is. It is. Was it purposely <laughs> sensual, Hannibal? You know, no. It's just like we. <laughs> but it, it, I just wanted the beat to just have a, a, a certain tone, though. Like not a, like sometimes when when comedians when we do tracks, sometimes they have this certain like. Like it's like a certain (laughs) (laughs) Just to let you know it's comedy Yeah It's a certain So I wanted the vibe to be You know have I wanted the 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 comedy to be in the concept A little bit more than the the delivery And and everything Um, It's a great track Is it really uh, I I couldn't tell if you were kidding Or if it really is number three on the charts right now no, no, no. I'm just like, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, I didn't know. It's it not, could be. It could be. Wait, Hannibal, I have a question. Are, I just think that's... <laughs> it has what? Huh? Oh, are you into Judge Judy? He was on Judge Judy. That's is that, true? Is it true? No, no. It's written. <laughs> that's a... That's a character I made up. That's it's a narrative story. <laughs> <laughs> because there have been celebrities on Judge Judy before. You know, Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols was on an episode of Judge Judy. Sounds cool. Really? Yeah, he like uh, fights with her. He's in one. Of the, he's in all the highlight clips for Judge Judy, and he's. Uh, she says, "I didn't disrespect you, have I, sir?" And he says, "No, you did not." And he kind of demures to Judge Judy. Uh, no, nah, I haven't been on. I'm just fascinated that. Like when people just lean into a formula for thou- for a long time, like for years, <laughs> it's fifty two hundred episodes, man. <laughs> so your 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 song is more about the comedy of something being having fifty two hundred episodes than your obsession with Judge Judy. <laughs> it's more about. Like well, sometimes when I've gone home, I've I've really it really comes from like me going home, and my mom is watching Judge Judy, <laughs> and I'm and I'm, and she has Netflix, she has YouTube, she has Hulu, where she can watch these you know 
some good programs, some great stuff, watch anything she wants, but she'll watch Judge Judy, even though it's a very established formula and it's the same lady and it's just different strangers that she's being mean to. <laughs> well, I have friends that can only go to sleep if they watch Law and Order. Right. Maybe it's like that's comfort yeah. food. I guess it is. Well, you you know what you're going to get. It's not going to veer off. Nobody's going to get the best of her. Every night. Like, there's, <laughs> well, there's I mean, one guy that, that kind of got back at her and she, and she slipped up a little bit. It's on YouTube. I think it is maybe a woman empowerment thing a little bit, though, too. Like, oh, yeah? I have a, yeah. I have an actress friend who's obsessed with Judge Millian, and like when you go into her dressing room, she's got pictures of Judge Millian everywhere, and she's like the people's court person who took over from Judge Judy, and she watches it every day. Well, if if Hillary had won, Judge Judy could have retired. She would have been like, "My work here is done. <laughs> I was a light unto the nations." Here's, I get the empowerment part, but then after a while, because you know, so I, a lot of people look to Oprah, but. Oprah will bring in different themes, you know what I mean? She'd have different guests, different types of convos. <laughs> Judge Judy is like always, hey, I'm going to shit on a stranger about a civil dispute. <laughs> Every time. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like after you maybe watch a couple hundred, maybe move on. But no, it's something that brings, brings people back year after year. So that's duty. Now, you know, it's interesting, too. Uh, you're saying you wanted your comedy to be kind of ri riding in, in the back seat and the music to be riding in the front seat. Like, you put that track out. Chelsea Peretti just put out the um, the her EP, The Flotsam and the yeah. Float. Is that what it's called, right? It's it's interesting. I wonder yeah. if we're in a new... If we're in a new era of uh, of comedy and music melding, like with super high production, really sounding like good songs, uh, by like you know, not to toot your horn, but two comedic geniuses make it's like I think that's interesting to care more about the the sonic sort of world that you're creating than than the jokes being forefront. Yeah, man, I wanna I wanna make like. Real, I want to make stuff because there's some comedy songs that I've liked or comedians and, it, and it's kind of good for one one listen. So as I keep doing it more and especially with this time, I want to just be able to dive in and and just, OK, let me just really only do this for the next three days and lock in on it and see what happens if I spend 16 hours a day for a week working on music or, or learning different chords and, and producing and just really diving in instead of kind of being scatterbrained. So, right. so you're one I of those, want, I want, you're one of those childless people quarantining and now you've like pick, <laughs> picked up another career <laughs> as a musician. <laughs> Fuck you. He's like, I'm spending, you know, 16, just 16 hours in the studio. You know, I want to like learn the core. I'm, Learning the harpsichord. I got the alto trumpet going on. I got a... You, you know, me and Natasha were going to do an album of uh, country duets, like uh, country standards. And, yeah. and the, tw the twist was there was no twist. There was no comedy. <laughs> well, the twist is those songs are easy to sing and yeah. Moshe's not that good of a singer. <laughs> That's another twist. <laughs> um, wait, but Hannibal, so you're having kind of a good COVID? Having a what? A good COVID. It's been, it's, it's, uh, 
some days are better than others. I've had some some rough. I, my better days I've noticed is when I make I make a point to not. If my phone isn't the first thing I go for, God, in the day, Amen. Then that makes for that's and that's rare. I've only done that a handful of times over the past uh, month and a half or whatever. But today was one of those where the phone was downstairs when I woke up. So I woke up, kind of, you know, sat, thought, went and wrote for a little bit, listened to some music, didn't really get into it. And so practice the flute. That made it for uh, a little more peaceful day for me um, and, and, and just felt better. That's so smart. Uh, my, my phone broke yesterday and I haven't had it all day and I'm kind of liking it. Like, And they said it ta- it's going to take three weeks to fix. And I'm like, well, do I really need a phone if I can like text on my computer and send emails? Because what I use my phone for yeah. is to like inject the news into my body. Yeah. And it's like it's like driving me crazy. And it's easier to just do it more because, you know, I, probably, I use my phone a lot before, but when it's nothing breaking it up like oh i gotta drive here oh i gotta go to this thing or i'm i have right. a meeting up with folks it's none of that it's just so it's just being able to uh just regulate myself uh better no it's and it, not and not do it it's even beyond it's, that uh, there's a part of your brain i don't know if you relate to this Hannibal. there's a part of your brain that's also telling yourself actually this is responsible behavior to be on my phone 16 hours a day i need to because of what's happening in the world i i like yeah. this is actually good you know and and it's an it's an, a, a total lie but it's like it's like i have to drink this poison or i won't be okay yeah it can just really and it's not, it's like all over the place too, as far as just what you can pull in um, information wise. It's, it's not just the COVID stuff, but I'll just go on weird research, you know, wormholes. That, and then I'm also looking at COVID stuff and then I'm texting with some people. And then, I, and then it's just like you got kind of six or seven different things going on. And it can get a bit, it can get a bit loopy. So, but Hannibal, absolutely. What's what's your answer? How do you how do you do it? Well, today, uh, today I actually, I took Instagram and Twitter off my phone. Okay, smart. Uh, and so then I'm just gonna have people from my team do posts and whatever and everything, and and just kind of you know still use it as a tool. But not because that's you can get lost in that. And then if some and then if I'm on Instagram looking at stuff that somebody from my past messages me about some shit from 15 years ago. Remember? And then I'm in that. And then I'm like, do I remember? And then I'm thinking about that shit Mm -hmm. and and that work. It's like a whole thing that it's a it's a minefield. (laughs) You don't want anything to take you away from your new career as music impresario. <laughs> I have to lock in. I have to really take the steps well, to lock because I know how how much I'm able to just, you know, really dive into something that means nothing. I will dive in. I will end up looking at a stranger's tweets for 45 <laughs> minutes or some shit. Like somebody, like somebody just looking at, well, why would they say this? Let's look back at what they type of shit they were saying in 2017. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Case closed. What? Case, Case closed? Well, you know what's a good palate? You know what's a good palate cleanser for the poison of your phone and just to get you off your phone if you're ever struggling? An episode of Crank It! 
Judge Judy, <laughs> 5,200 hours. It's always at your disposal. <laughs> it, absolutely. Hey Hannibal, we do on this on this podcast. We call r- people random people that have contacted us and asked for some relationship advice. So, would you mind t- doing a couple calls with us? Sure. All right, cool. Right, this you're gonna like this. We're gonna call someone in Chicago, your hometown. Okay. Uh, a man right. named Eric. Let's call Eric in Chicago. Hannibal, you're here. A couple seconds of silence, and then everyone okay. will be connected. Hello. Hi, Eric. It's Moshe Kasher. And Natasha Legero. And we've got a very okay. special guest on the line with us. Are you there? Yeah, what's that? Is? Hell yeah. That's, that's Hannibal Burris, uh, Chicago heavyweight himself on the phone with us tonight. How are you, Eric? What's up, Eric? Oh, you're kidding me. What's up, <laughs> Hannibal? What's up, guys? Hey, why did you say Tell what's up, what's... Hannibal, first? It felt like it's our podcast. I'm happy to be on. I love you guys' podcast. I'm happy you took my call. So, what's going on with you? Let us. How can we help you? So, I I live in a two bedroom apartment with my good friend here in Chicago, and um, during this lockdown, he's had his girlfriend staying over here for about a month now. Oh, and oh. I'm not too. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too bothered by it. Because I actually get along really well with her. I like her a lot. The only problem is when like they get to fucking and I can hear it. And it's it's not necessarily like them banging it out and I can hear it. That's the problem. It's when they do it. So like while I'm working during the day, because fortunately I still have my job working from home. Oh my like, God. It, it, it requires a lot of like client calls. So I'm usually on call most of the day. And we live in these like paper thin walls uh, between our two rooms, and so I can usually hear them, mostly her, you know, moaning it out as I'm talking to a client, and I'm scared to death that, um, you know, they, like it might pick up on these calls. <laughs> it's freaking me out. Um, so well, you're also like slightly is, jealous, like, right? I I am <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. That's yeah, that's a, weird, that's, a, that's a lot of energy to have around while you're working. <laughs> yeah, it fires me up. <laughs> and, and so um, I, my question is, like, how do I, like, confront this with my friend? Because I thought about, like, telling him, like, straight up, like, hey, like, I can hear you guys, like, really easily. But I was thinking, like, if I told him that, then, like, I, like, I feel like that might fuck up, like, your ability you know, to jerk off silently while you're working, like right? Bedroom. Yeah. What's that? That would fuck up your ability to jerk off silently while you're at work on a work call, right? To the sounds of your roommates fucking. Yeah, seriously. That's difficult. <laughs> Hannibal, what do you think? How? What would you do if yeah. you're in this situation? Um, I think you... How often are, are they fucking? Dude, it's like... It's every day, like, usually around noon. <laughs> okay. Oh, the regular fuck session. That's, Afternoon delight. That's intimidating. Yeah, um, right. And how long are they really, are they going, so they're doing, it's longer than 15-minute sessions? 
Dude, it's it's like 15, 30 minutes most of the time. I only know that because it's happened so often, so I've kept, kept a mental clock on it. So he's uh, your roommate's kind of a stud too. That's kind of that's got to be difficult too. You're like some working stiff pushing your nerdy glasses up while you're on a Zoom call, and your roommate's in there just fucking pounding it in Chicago style, giving her the old Chicago beef. What what neighborhood are y'all in? Y'all in Wicker Park, Logan Square? Where's this happening? <laughs> you gonna go listen, I'm in Hannibal? Park. You're Lincoln Park. Yeah. Okay. And uh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, you just gotta say something. Yeah, I think. Or you just gotta neutralize it. You gotta neutral. You have to. They. That's their card. You have to do your card. What's his card? Take a business call back by by their door. (laughs) Just say hello. No, you no. And just yell by their door. Bring your energy. You're saying. You're saying, Hannibal. You're saying maybe try to uh, fuck up their fuck rhythm with his business rhythm. Yeah, That's smart. I mean, the thing is, there's there's really nothing. It's it's very rude. It's you know, there's nothing you can say that's not going to be weird. Whatever you tell him, he's going to tell her. And it's like it's a very hard situation because if you're like, I can hear you fucking every day, then he tells her. I don't know. I just, just think there's an easy. The, the, if I, the sincere answer is, all you have to do is pull your roommate aside. You're close with your roommate. Yeah, I've been best friends with him since high school. Yeah, all you got to do is pull him aside and go, hey, I can hear you guys every day at noon and I'm on work calls. Could you guys maybe think about fucking after after I clock out, maybe at 5.01 p.m. <laughs> you guys could start your <laughs> horny COVID fuck sesh? Or or like stuff something in her mouth when she moans. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I, give her some, like gift them something. <laughs> you mean yes. buy, her, buy her a gift? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the, so like I've, I, I want to confront him, like, straight up and just tell him. But the thing I was worried about is that, like, if I do tell him that, then, like, it's going to be in the back of his head, like you said. Like, if I tell him, like, he's, he's obviously going to tell his girlfriend about it. So, like, I don't want them to think, like, while they're going after it, like, they're like, oh, it's like, is Eric hearing us right now? Like, you have I don't the wanna, excuse like, of work. You can just... In the bedroom. You can even say, like, someone at work, like, heard it. No, I know. I know what you do. <laughs> I, I, I know how you get around this. You don't want to tell your best friend so he tells her so it's awkward. Here's what you do. Pull her aside and say, I just want you to know I really enjoy listening to the two of you every day at noon. I really, really. (laughs) It's the only thing that's getting me through this quarantine. I guarantee it will stop immediately. It'll stop on a dime. Listen, you're in a bad situation. Everyone's in a bad situation except for Hannibal. Yeah. is that was a thriving, a, thriving music career <laughs> who's, who's really like finding his stride and is in his prime but really it's it's hard right now so you just have to like ride this out ask ride him is if, a, don't say ride ask him if he would mind yeah waiting a little bit you know because you can just hear it on the calls and it's a little awkward if nothing else make sure you mute your zoom definitely mute your zoom because you don't want to be popping into frame every time she moans oh, oh, oh. Or since yeah. you don't want to disturb their mindsets, if you want to be the really, really, you know, thoughtful, you could just, you know, that's when you have lunch and don't do any calls. That is true. Because, well, it's, it's not under my control, though. That's the problem. You know, oh. like meetings pop up out of nowhere. Like, it's, it, it's not as predictable for me to, like, be on a call and be able to, like, plan ahead, you know. Where do you work? Or what's the, what's the gig? <laughs> it's, uh, well, 
it's, it's mostly database management, but I don't want to reveal too much else. No, don't, don't reveal anything. You think yeah. we wanted you to reveal more once you said database management? <laughs> Wait, I, I have a question, Hannibal. That seems like the saddest lunch, like him just sitting there with the turkey and cheese sandwich. <laughs> And like his roommate's just his girlfriend, head. who he kind of has a crush on, is like him? riding his mouth and like moaning it out and punching him in the balls. <laughs> Do they play music at all? Well, so occasionally, I, like I feel like they have like the common courtesy. They put on the office on full blast in the room as they're going at it. The but office? Most of the time they don't. So. Yeah, they, they, I just I just hear like the da 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 this is a really good song to fuck to, uh, and so maybe you could put it on so it doesn't disturb my work calls. You could kind of meld everything together. <laughs> yeah. Well, good Hell luck, yeah. honey. Yeah, good luck to you. We're sorry that you have, have to combo, deal with that. Man. Just have that, have that combo, or you know, they know what they're doing, dog. I they know. Gonna, people gonna keep doing it unless you you set that balance. So they just gonna be like, hey, if he ain't saying nothing, I guess he wants. Uh, you know, we just gonna keep on fucking. I kind of think they're doing it at you. I think it's a prank slightly because every day at noon they're doing it while you're working. Like, no, it's his best friend. I mean, to me, I would probably do that to my best friend. No. Well, good yeah. luck. Good luck to you, Eric. Tell us how it goes. Email us and tell us what he said when you once you tell him what went down. Will do. I appreciate you guys taking this call. I love all of your comedy. Thank you Very so happy much. To talk to you guys. All right. Thank Later, you. man. Good luck. Well, thank you, thank Hannibal, you. for joining us. I know that was a hard... I don't know what he should do. I mean, what? he's kind of fucked. No, it's simple. He just has to, It's his best friend. He just, all he has to do is tell him, look, I can hear you guys fucking every day at noon. Don't yeah, tell your girlfriend. Yeah, but if they fuck at five, he's going to hear him fucking at five. They fuck once a day. That guy, li- his roommate, fucks someone once a day that he has to listen to. And it doesn't matter when they do it. That's his, that's his uh, quarantine. He's like, you don't understand. This is... Your database management is me fucking my girlfriend. This is my database management. I have to do this. We're just going to, if you're down, play a couple of uh, the deep, dark secrets that our listeners have left on our voicemail. We'll make fun of them and then... And then we'll let you go. They leave dark secrets on there? (laughs) Yeah, we have a voicemail where people call and leave their deep, dark secrets and then we just make fun of them. Whoa! <laughs> See, you may you know enjoy what my, uh What I uh, came across on Reddit, well, not on Reddit, on YouTube. There's these YouTube videos that take the like best ass Reddit threads and then have a robot voice read them with the text on YouTube, and it's <laughs> one of my favorite pieces of the internet. No wonder you need to get away from your phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, that's no. I watch those on TV. Those get real. That's like my Netflix. That's that's. I don't. I don't even consider that in the time wasting. Because those are pretty informative. Wait, where do you that's find like, it? You where, where do you find this? Uh, it's like it's um, it's like Reddit stories. It just popped up one time in the fall on suggested videos, and it's just. You know, different Reddits and a bunch of rest people like Reddit. If you're 
and were you a spy? Tell us when you stopped being a spy. What happened? And then, right. <laughs> there was a fa- there was a famous Reddit about the man with two penises, and and that's I think one of the more informative threads I've ever read in my life. What does a man with two penises do in this world? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hear what There's our crazy ones. Let's hear what our deep dark secrets have been left this week. Hey guys, my secret is that I have been supporting a uh, not Russian, Kyrgyzstanian uh, chatterbait model for about two years. Um, it's not sexual or uh, romantic in any way. But uh, that's a long story. But yeah, uh, over the last two years, I've given her thousands of dollars so that she can uh, live, essentially. And uh, it's probably not the wisest choice. Anyways, I love you both. You're incredible. And uh, keep up the good work. Bye-bye. <laughs> Did you hear that, Hannibal? Yeah, I heard it. Oh, good. <laughs> if he loves us, he should start paying our bills. We also have some needs. So he's just paying a girl's rent just for emotional like support? I don't know. If he met her on Chatterbait, first of all, it is sexual. Second of all, she has money. People are paying to Chatterbait with her. Hannibal, what do you think? I think, I mean, it, it depends on... If uh, I mean, I, like, how much is he he spending relative to his income? <laughs> oh, you think it's uh, justifiable if he's rich enough? If he's rich, it's that's a, it's an old rapper saying, "It ain't tricking if you got it." <laughs> it ain't if, what? It ain't tricking if you got and it. Just keeping him balanced. He's doing it for two years, so he's obviously that he thinks about it each time. Uh, he sounds somewhat um, reasonable, you know, like a measured sort of person where he's like, you know, I'm just doing it. And it is. So <laughs> as long as it's not destroying him financially, uh, I think there's some details to it that he left out <laughs> as far as what the communication is. But uh-huh. you're kind he, of, I don't know. Maybe you're for is it. it a long game for him? How, how, long, how much does he want to do this? I just don't ever understand how someone in another country says, send me money, and you think somehow you're not being taken advantage of after two years of it goes by. I think everyone should just do what they want. All right. I'm in. Fuck it. It's none of your business, Moshe. (laughs) Now, is it... I wonder what his job is. And if, if he's lowering his payments... Post COVID, you know, because a, a, a lot of businesses are making cutbacks. So if this would, cat is keeping, he's making the same payments to her, then, you know, he might be doing all right. You're a real boss. I would say your mistress that you don't even get to have sex with in another country is probably the first thing to go in the COVID guts. Yeah, that's a solid, like, if you're looking at the sheets, that's one, you know, that's a line item you can scratch off real quick to, you know, Hey, how's it, how's it going, Svetlana? Listen, um, <laughs> things are pretty tight right now, post-COVID and all that. So we are going to be laying you off right now, but you can apply for unemployment. <laughs> and just hit me up in a couple years when things get good again. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's play another. Hi, Moshe and Natasha. My secret is that 
with a guy. We weren't really close friends or anything. And out of the blue, you know, 10 years after high school, he sent me a Facebook message and offered me $900 to hit him repeatedly in the balls while he jerked himself off. He said it was a huge fetish of his and um, made the offer. So we met up. I repeatedly punched him in the balls while he jerked himself off and his chocolate lab was in the backseat of the car, breathing on our faces. Never talked to him again, got the $900, and that is my secret. I wish I could say I regretted it, but I don't really regret it that much. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. $900 is $900. It ain't tricking unless you get it. (laughs) Through Facebook message, too. Uh, (laughs) Is that the kind of stuff you're trying to avoid people from your past hitting you up and asking you about? (laughs) But the thing is, like, I, I, if you need, if if she probably did it for the money and for the like, I'm not funny story, and I would do it too. I'm not mad at her. I'm more confused by the guy that's like, I really want to be punched in the balls. That's kind of my fetish. I need to jerk off while I. I think I'll hit up a person from 20 years ago who I haven't talked to in forever and just see if she's down. That's so bold. Yeah, that feels That's like that new n- nostalgia BDSM. <laughs> or it's like the Your, step bef- yearbook theme. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to punch me in the balls while I jerk off and my chocolate lab breathes on my neck. But it also feels like it's the step before you go professional. Before you start hiring prostitutes. Yeah, you're like kind of trying to like rack your brain. Right. Like you know you want this. Who are some like girls who seem down? Who maybe you've known? You're offering money. I knew a girl in London who there, a man paid her a thousand pounds to shave her head and that was it. Nothing else happened. He just shaved her head and then she got a thousand pounds and that was the end of that. Cool story. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be doing, you can't be doing stuff. These girls, I just, I see stuff online talking about Hannibal likes to get his nipples sucked. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal, is your special dropping soon? Can you announce that yet before we say goodbye? Uh, it is dropping in July. Okay. It's now we don't have an official date yet, but July. Well, folks, uh, I've seen it. I saw the early cut of it, and I got to tell you, it is uh, a very impressive stand-up comedy special. It's like so innovative and so fucking hilarious. It's so good, Hannibal. You know that I love it because oh. I told you directly, but. To the people, when it drops in July, you got you, you must watch. And if you're bored, dance to Judge Judy today. That made me so happy. We put that on. We started dancing. I loved it. All, all I'm going to I'm, I'm try to drop another song in a couple weeks or so. I love it. Uh, Hannibal, yeah. seriously, thank you for... Um, we miss you. When the quarantine ends, let's hang out. We'll watch fights or something. Yeah, in two, we'll see you in two yeah. years. All right. All right, Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. right, Thanks again. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye. Now, see, Hannibal, I think, has the right idea. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's uh, he's he's in his studio. He's making music. He's staying creative. He's trying to keep his phone away from him. He's trying to stay positive. Like, it's exactly what we were talking about at the beginning of this thing, which is like, 
when things feel dark and difficult, like you just find the way to make them kind of bright and light. And that's what? Oh, I was going to say, how do you do that? <laughs> what do you mean? It's hard. But we went for a walk with our kiddo today. Like, or Hannibal's making Judge Judy. I and, know, but then you and, read the news or listen to the news and it's like people are in such dire situations that you start feeling like, like you feel bad for the world. Well, of course, but that's how my, do you manage that? But that's my point is that like you, you cannot there is no way to manage the world. It's not possible to manage the world. It's not possible to manage. This is bigger. This is so big. It's so much bigger than any of us. And it's so much darker than any of us have the power to really affect. The only thing you can really affect is yourself. You can't do the world. You got to do yourself. Just like today, everything felt like we're going to sit on the side of our bed and cry because our daughter said, I, I, I need to go to the playground with my friends. Or are we going to like get up, throw some pants on that girl, and uh, walk around the block and look for a fucking dandelion? You got to find those dandelions. That's what I'm saying. You're right. Stay okay, positive. That was good, Moshe. I'm glad I made you say that. Well, good. You got anything else to say? Um, well, uh, I'm really excited that we are nominated for a Webby Award we, for we Best did. Podcast. I've never been nominated. That's a dandelion. For anything. Is that true? You've never been nominated for anything? I've never, ever gotten anything except a yellow ribbon in swimming <laughs> for the breaststroke when I was in like seventh grade. Well, no, but I'm very excited about the Webbies. Um, I feel like, did I host them once or I was presented or I don't well, know. You I shouldn't feel say like, that. It'll feel like an inside job. We're unaffiliated with the award ceremony altogether. I just feel like I am familiar with the Webbies. I have... Connect. As a, you have an emotional... Well, I, I don't think I've hosted that. You have an emotional connection. <laughs> Didn't you win a yellow ribbon in the in the breast, breaststroke Webbies when you were a child <laughs> at the Rockford Swim Club? Isn't that right? <laughs> They've really expanded. But anyway, if you want to vote for us, which we assume you oh, do... Oh, the Shorties. That's the one I hosted. The Shorties was a different one. We don't like the Shorties. We like the Webbies <laughs> because we're nominated. If you go to vote.webbies.com... Or also on Motion I... In, uh, Motion Instagram pages and also our new Instagram page, Endless Honeymoon Pod. Uh, yeah, it's at Endless Honeymoon Pod on find Instagram. That and we'll have all the information on how, well, first of all, follow us. Follow us. And then we'll have all the information on how to vote. Go to youtube.com slash Endless Honeymoon and subscribe. Our, uh, you can also leave a secret on our secrets voicemail line. It's 213-222-8608 or email us endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. Calm. If you want to talk to us, I've yeah. had people say like, I really want to like friends I know or people I know, or I had this like babysitter that I used and she's like, I really want to call into your podcast, but I'm afraid people will know because our city's so small. And I was like, make up a different city. Absolutely. Lie. You know, like you give can a like, fake name. you can give like fake you know, as long as you're the situation is if it's what not, it is. If it's not, I would say if it's not too too specific, like if you're, let's say you're in an apartment with someone that you're best friends with, and they're fucking every day specifically at noon, <laughs> that's too specific. So they will know who it is. But just keep it a little bit vaguer than that, and you should be absolutely fine. And also support our sponsors. Uh, we use these products. A lot of these products are things that can come to your door. This yeah. is a new world we're living in. So support the people who support us. Yeah. If you're look, if you're in the market for any of these things, why not get them from get them through our the sponsors? Of- anyway, that's enough plugging from us. But um, speaking of plugging, why don't we wrap this bad boy up? Because I want to go upstairs and plug you based upon the horniness I feel from our last call and both secrets. What I want to happen when we go upstairs is for you to adopt a Uzbekistani, Kyrgyzstani. <laughs> Some something accent. I'm gonna pay you 
and then you punch me 90 times in the balls while our chocolate lab that I'm going to go adopt from the SPCA right now, they are open during COVID, and they're going to breathe down our necks while I do database management and our roommate fucks in the room next door. I want it all. And we play Judge Judy. Wait, Moshe, I have a question. And we vote for ourselves for the Webbies. Yes. Um, does it feel good if someone punches you in the balls? If you have a fetish for that, I guess. No, it doesn't sound particularly pleasant for me, but I suppose it takes all kinds. Okay. But I would rather get punched in the balls while I jerk off than pay a chatterbait girl in Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Guaranteed. Okay, well, I got to go. Well, you know, I don't like to focus on women that I uh, that I have to pay uh, over chatterbait sites. You know why? Why? I found love. You know who it is? It's you. I love you. Okay, I love you too. Just shooting, remember me I was on the episode in 2003 Yeah, I was the defendant and you doubted me Cause they said I didn't pay rent for a thousand weeks I'm a squatter B, I can't live in squalor seat Plus I got all these baby mamas So I had to learn the law and just cut out this one cost for me Pay rent for three months and get the house for free This is awesome B yeah, yeah, I'm a thug too. Favorite movie when I think about it. Uh, what gotta say that I love Rudy? Don't try to push a shove through me. I'm not bouncing, y'all. Show some love to me. Put me on just two. Judy, they're poor. <laughs> <laughs> 